I'm Walter Cronkite. I'd like you to hear something. They're radio ham, amateur, giving of their own time and spending their own money. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Your volunteer-run station. They're just two average guys who saw the need and volunteered. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies. Mondays at 7. Con R, cigarro, con R, con R, con R, barril. Rápido corren los carros, los carros con R del ferrocarril. R con R, cigarro, con R, barril. Rápido corren los carros del ferrocarril. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Happy Family Day and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. 
It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's fabled campus community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And at lower levels right now, if you're not dancing to what I'm bringing, UBC Dance Club is definitely in full gear here. CITR Signal takes us throughout the lower mainland from Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington, West Pass Point Gray, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, for our friends who are at CFUV at the University of Victoria, aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 11.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets by pointing the clicker at channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and ever else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There, you'll find the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, and then along with most of our recent ones going back well over eight years. We might actually reach a point where we can give you the niner count there. You will also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and you can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, Stitcher, and various other services for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your benevolent director, not dictator, for the next two hours, so please, everybody, roll sound, speed, take your places. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory toy train in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, let you choo-choo-choose the appropriate alternative mode of portable transportation. Phone number for the station. For those of you listening live, and it's not a toy train station, it's a real thing here. Maybe it works, maybe not. I have no instructions on how to use it anymore. Eh, it's been a while. With all that in mind, 604 822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R after the area code. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point if I manage to pick it up since this is a single person operation here. We have booths to man, logs to record, truths to dig up, and all the necessary stuff. That programmer slash host slash producer slash I guess current occupant is in charge of here, so but you can email RadioFreeGack at gmail.com anytime. And Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. Not Instagram. It is Myopic Man. I promised this before. I'll get the Mastodon in place here, but I need to set that up because it's a different entity altogether. So, yes, we're in week four of our annual Oscar profiles we do each year leading up to the Academy Awards. The 95th edition will be taken care of. In less than three weeks' time, March 12th, which is going in fast. So, 
We look at the nominees for Best Original Song and Score while touching upon other categories. If there's a Canadian angle, if there's something else newsworthy along the way. Thus far, we have profiled the original score nominees associated with the Banshees of Inisharan, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and then Babylon last week. And this week, it's going to be John Williams, the maestro himself. He's back. He's been nominated over 50 times, and this, I think, is number 54. And it's his music for Steven Spielberg's most recent film, The Fablemans. Which, at some point, I always want to say Fablemen, since there's multiple, but... I'll get into that later. So yes. We got two more weeks left before the Oscars. We still have one more score to profile, and that's all quiet on the Western Front. And spoiler alert, that will be next week. And then we got the nominated songs coming up in a March episode. So that's from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Talent Like a Woman, Top Gun, Maverick, and R R R. Everything, everywhere, all at once has been nominated. We've probably heard that song multiple times. And another spoiler alert, you will hear it again. Quick little fun drive recap. A couple of weeks ago, we were doing our broadcasting, our love, in helps of raising funds to preemptively get a new tower, because the old one's falling apart. So that is how we broadcast our FM signal. The goal is 20000 We've picked up a few more dollars along the way. So we're over $16,000 now. And specific for this show, Exploding Head Movies, we are cleared the $300 mark. So along with thanking Sheena, Gavin, R. Balak, and my family last week, the updated tolls came along. And Mr. Greg Kitt out of Toronto, Ontario did his bit there. So I'm humbled and honored. Thank you for continuing to stick with the show. So it's Family Day in parts of Canada here. Other provinces mark Louis Riel Day, Heritage Day, and Islander Day. For American listeners, I know it is President's Day, along with various spellings and apostrophes for it, because it could be a president's minus that, president for one president, or president's for everybody. But of note for tomorrow, it's Mardi Gras, Shrove, or Pancake Tuesday, Carnaval which ties into a lot we've been listening to here. So we start off with Desi Arnaz, more from Cuba as opposed to Brazil. And that was a single that came out in the 1950s. Wish I could tell you the exact date, but it's easily found on the 1996 compilation Babalu. That was Desi Arnaz, and you heard his wife Lucio Ball there with the pickled peppers, and we heard Carnival in Rio. I think it is from an episode of I Love Lucy, but my TV history is pretty bad, especially when I was trying to look up what was going on there, but very least fun stuff to be had. So all these events, Mardi Gras, Carnaval, Shrove, or Pancake Tuesday, what I associate in Finland as Laskiainen, the Midwinter Sliding Festival. This is the prelude to Ash Wednesday and the start of 40 Days of Lent, where a Shrovetide sacrifices are made. Most people give up one thing until Easter. And this is one of those things I should have realized growing up. Like, carnival, what does that refer to? Well, in old Latin terms, carne, use meat. And lavare is remove or raise. So this is the point where you give stuff up. What I was talking over for most of this and then fading out here 
if we can do this in a responsive way, we can bring it back. There we go. This is Andy Ash out of Liverpool in England, and this is an A-side to a 12-inch that came out in 2009 called Carnaval de l'Esprit. Good solid mix of house here. Most recent release is an album that came out in 2021 called Not At Home. Carnival, we associate this primarily Catholic countries, but Brazil takes the cake here. It's their largest holiday, although since nothing on this planet seems to be aligning properly or what's more extreme weather, uh, there's a lot of rainfall and flooding that's been happening in Brazil for quite some time. And of note in the area around Sao Paulo and south from there, there's been floodings and deaths. So there's a more muted festival this time around that kicks off. As, yeah, the weather has been terrible. It's been the case in New Zealand as a cyclone has hit. An earthquake as well. Turkey's been getting aftershocks since their big earthquake a couple weeks ago. So I always have to be mindful here in Vancouver that we're at risk. But currently on our radar, avalanches, which have been pretty bad. So yes, we will get into the Fablemans towards the back quarter of the show. But uh, we'll pay tribute to those who've recently left us. And this one has been a knife in the heart. Talking with a few folks, it still feels like we've been robbed. This is the same level of losing MCA, a.k.a. Adam Yawk from Beastie Boys, and then Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest. So, De La Soul. We lost Plug 2, a.k.a. Trugoy the Dove, a.k.a. Dave Jalakur. I played some De La Soul during Fun Drive. Partly outstanding fun track, roller skating jam named Saturdays. And most likely, not most likely, definitely, in a couple weeks' time, De La Soul finally had a whole bunch of their early albums finally licensed and cleared to be streamed. They had been moaning for a while that uh, their albums, their first few, were available in the Library of Congress for importance, but they weren't available on Apple Music or Spotify or iTunes. Most recent works, definitely, but we think about the heydays in the 90s. In the early 2000s, a lot of that was not going to be available until March 3rd. This Tommy boy got things sorted out. But Trugoy died before that could happen. Trugoy, if you're curious, is yogurt backwards. Tying into a little bit of a slang thing happened in the late 80s. Part of the Long Island hip-hop scene. And definitely, in contrast to gangster rap at the time, De La Soul were just suburban kids and... They were playful, they had skits, they brought Prince Paul to attention, and they sampled all manners of chill stuff with easygoing songs. And yeah, Dave Jolicoeur died on February 12th at the age of 54. He'd been fighting congestive heart issues for multiple years, even performing with a special vest that a defibrillator built in. He missed out on the Grammy's 50th anniversary celebration the history of rap. But yeah... So close to actually getting the dues that he was paid. So once the streaming day picks up, that means the royalties will be easily accessible. So we'll play more De La for you as De La does, but we'll play a little something for you since a request did come in as part of Fun Drive. So yeah, originally I had something else lined up of this album. Three feet high and rising. But this one brings... Mr. Kent to mind, since he's referred to the lyrics repeatedly here. 
This brought Steely Dan to a bit of a rescue attention to me, since it samples their great song, Peg. Also features samples from Lee Dorsey, The Mad Lads, Otis Redding's Whistling from Sitting on the Dock by the Bay, and then some beats from Sly and the Family Stone. Beautiful stuff. Here's De La Soul with I Know. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies here live from the realms of the studio. I have that radio station that will love you better. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Plug 2. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrasing right up to back. It's the daisy age, you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hip-hop love this is, and don't mind when I quiz your involvement before the sun. But clear your court, cause this a one-man sport, and who's better for this than plugged one? Plug don't one. have to worry about me squashing other deals, cause they've already been squished. Freeze a frame of our moves the same, wish we can continue right behind the bush. You'll stay with me, I know this, but not because of all my earthly treasures, or regardless to the fact that I'm passing the noose, but because... Till we reach daylight heaven And in a spin we'll hit the top ten 
Then we could meet Mr. Stucky and Pops Brother Lucky will preach, let the wedding be. The wedding be. Shot by an arrow of two but through a string of a G-cleft, my dear, I claim your death. And if you could hear me, by golly gee, true boy is ready for what you possess. We could live in my plug two home, and on Mars where we could be all alone. And we make a song for two picture perfect things, and I sing of how... Three Dog Nights of 1971's Harmony. We heard the family of man appropriate for family day. And behind me, 
off of 1969's Suitable for Framing. This is King Solomon's Mines. Definitely pay attention to the drums. Three Dog Nights, bit of an apocryphal place where they got their name based on how cold was it. How many dogs had to huddle together to stay warm. Famous songs, oddly enough written by other acts, like Mama Told Me Not to Come is written by Randy Newman. An old-fashioned love song by Paul Williams and then Never Been to Spain by Hoyt Axton. Featured three vocalists, Danny Hatton, Corey Wells, and Chuck Negron. And on the drums, from Calgary, Floyd Sneed. Co-wrote songs like this, along with a few others. Only heard his deep voice once in another song, also by Hoyt Axton. That's joy to the world. Got his first drum kit as a gift from his sister Maxine, who was married at the time to Vancouver's own Tommy Chung. And Sneeder actually later joined Chung here in Vancouver as part of the band Little Daddy and the Bachelors. But away from Three Dogs, Sneed also played with the Ohio Players for a time in an act called K-A-T-T. We kept in touch with Chuck Negron for various live shows. Floyd Sneed died January 27th this year at the age of 80. And uh, talk about some other folks from the 60s who recently passed away. And this is a poet, Lenny Lipton. But we know this song mostly because Peter Yarrow found the lyrics for the poem that Lipton wrote when he was 19, studying at Cornell University. Home of WVBR 93.5 in Ithaca, New York. Lipton borrowed Peter Yarrow's typewriter to come up with a poem inspired by something that Ogden Nash wrote about Custard the Dragon. And despite the idea that it involves puff, not tied to drugs at all, despite all the connotations, so... When Peter, Paul, and Mary recorded it in 1962 and it became a hit in 1963, Yarrow kept looking for Lipton all this time just to make sure that uh, he got paid and royalties for it. So they did reconnect and Lipton was able to benefit from that work. Of course, it's been covered multiple times. It was the source of at least three animated TV films, with the first one coming in 1978 and various book adaptations. But uh, Lipton... Didn't really write much more way of poetry since uh, he was more of an independent filmmaker making all manners of experimental shorts on 16mm than wrote books about, books about them. Also was a pioneer in 3D image making. So, Lenny Lipton died on October 5th last year in 2022 at the age of 82 and he'd been suffering from brain cancer. And now we're going to get Puff the Magic Dragon here? Yes, but not from Peter, Paul, and Mary because my copy was broken. So we're going to go with a cover by... A person best known for his song, Eve of Destruction. And this can be found on the 1965 album, Star Folk, with Barry Maguire and featuring members of the new Christie Minstrels. Big part of the folk scene of the 60s. So yeah, here's Barry Maguire singing Peter, Paul, and Mary's version of Lenny Lipton's Puff, the Magic Dragon. Puff. The magic dragon lived by the sea. He frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanoli. Puff the magic dragon lived by the sea, frolicked in the autumn mist in a land 
called Hanalee, and he really exists if you really believe it. So let's try it. Oh, pop the magic dragon, live by the sea. He frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanalee. melting jumping show to go to show me the body is a noise music sludge metal genre bending band that puts on exhilarating shows and they're coming to vancouver's rickshaw theater on march 8th for more information and to get tickets go to rickshawtheater.com Do you want to learn more about studying, learning a language, or working abroad? Come on down to Vancouver's Convention Centre, East Building, on Thursday, March 2nd to check out the Study and Go Abroad Fair. It's free and a great opportunity to find out how you can boost your resume by studying, learning a language, or working abroad. Come early at 1pm to catch the feature seminar on scholarships. And the main exhibition hall opens at 2 p.m. For more information, go online to www.studyandgoabroad.com. Une à une mes illusions À chaque nuit un autre automne feuillet est bien monotone Et tout ceci pour qui, pourquoi Est-ce pour lui, 
est-ce pour toi Si c'est pour toi que je striptease, il faut pourtant que je te dise que tu es, soit dit entre nous, un peu voyeur, un peu voyou. Mais ce ne sont là que chimère de ma bouche à ma jarretière. Car personne, pas même toi, ne portera la main sur moi. Ici s'achève le striptease qui te grise et m'idéalise. Voici la chair de la poupée. Ses vêtements éparpillés. Pour autant, si je suis toute nue, je garde mon âme ingénue. Et je reste en tout point pareil. Juliette Greco. And that was the main theme from the 1963 film Striptease, which starred Nico, Joe Turner, and a pleasing, parasitic, and convincing strip club atmosphere, as it were. Directed by Jacques Poltrenon. Lyrics by Serge Gainsbourg, which we profiled in the past in Exploding Movies, episode 190 from November 2013. And the music there, and what's behind me, is done by Alain Goraguet. Jazz pianist who got Luxembourg their 1965 Eurovision win for France Gauze's Poupée de Cire, Poupée de Son. Also worked with acts like Jean Farré and Nana Muscuri. But yeah, in the background as well, a lot of people associate with the music of Alain Goraguet from the soundtrack to La Planète Sauvage, otherwise the Fantastic Planet, which came out 50 years ago. This is Ten Emedor, and then we'll hear Ten Etiwa. A French-Czech co-production directed by René Lalou, based on Stéphane Will's novel Hommes en Série. It's a trippy, wild story set in the future when humans are captured by giant blue aliens known as Gams and treated as pets, although one learns the way of the Agam in the lead-up to a revolution. Trippy as heck. Perfect stoner film, especially with uh, the Pink Floyd meets sleazy Eurosploitation score we hear. Very hypnotic. Past Profile. Kind of, we've done it since early episodes of Exploding Head Movies' predecessor, Radio Free Gak, sprinkled them in haphazardously. The Radio Free Gak episode 34 from September 2008 kind of went into a bit more seriously, and I should circle back at two again properly. Otherwise, Alain Goregue also did scores to films like Akikaru Smacky's version of La Vie de Bohème and Saint Laurent, tied to the fashion maven Eve. Alain Goregue passed away on February 13th this year the age of 91. We'll try to dig up more of his music for a future episode. 
current Oscar business kind of complicates things, but as well as other news, since we also lost another composer. And that's Gerald Fried, or Gerald Freed. Composer, conductor, and oboist. Worked with Stanley Kubrick on all his early films, so before huge hits like 2001 A Space Odyssey, we're talking about A Killer's Kiss, The Killing, and Paths of Glory. Left New York in the 50s, went to Los Angeles, and worked on many TV series in the 60s and 70s. Got most of his money from the royalties from Gilligan's Island, since he did half of the scores for that TV series. So the royalties were nonstop. But he also did Mission Impossible, The Men from Uncle, Lost in Space, Mannix, other films like the jazzy western Shotgun Slade, Machine Gun Kelly, Terror in a Texas Stand. He's got over 300 credits to his name. But key things, he won an Emmy with a collaboration for Quincy Jones. It's the miniseries Roots. And he's been on and nominated for an Oscar in the past. That's the 1974 documentary Birds Do It, Bees Do It. But we're going to focus on some music from the original Star Trek series from the 60s. Gerald Fried died on February 17th, a few days after his 95th birthday from pneumonia. And uh, he was one of the main composers that worked on Gene Roddenberry's series with the still alive William Shatner. And I did want to dig up his most famous music. We all know the main theme from Star Trek. Uh, and, but he wrote the fight music from the episode of Mock Time. The cue we're going to hear is also from that episode, so consider this a teaser for also an eventual Mr. Freed profile here. From Star Trek, the original series, this is the late Gerald Freed with Mr. Spock. Here, boys, I used to be a square, but now I found out I was really nowhere. I used to dig Freud and Shakespeare, too. No more, baby, cause I dig you and I'm ready to groove. Yeah, I'm ready to move. Well, I know what I've been missing and I'm ready for his keys and yet I'm ready to groove. Or if you dig statistics, then you like what you see. At least 36, not more than 23. 
36, baby. And it's all me. Making her singing debut, along with becoming the lead role for the first time in a film. Once a certain fame came out, they made her the main character. Raquel Welch, playing a bookish character, ready for a beach party. From the soundtrack to 1965's A Swingin' Summer. Raquel Welch with I Am Ready to Groove. Swinging Summer was directed by Robert Sparr with uh, many a dance the associated with your 60s beach party film. So many songs done by the swingers and various acts and the basic plot line as three college kids become concert promoters at a failing like side dance pavilion one summer. And behind me this is Mario Nascimbene, legendary film composer for films like The Barefoot Contessa and the Alexander the Great. Later becoming the name of an award for an up-and-coming Italian composer's uh, award ceremony, but from the soundtrack to One Million Years B.C. This is the main theme. One Million Years B.C. <clears throat> happened 1,223,000 numbers. Anyways, some time ago. Directed by Don Shaffey. The film came out in 1966. A fantasy where humans and dinosaurs lived on Earth together. So yes, a prequel to Jurassic Park. Raquel Welch only had three lines of dialogue in the film, but her doe-skin bikini outfit made her an international sex symbol to the point that a poster even became a plot point in the 1994 film The Shawshank Redemption in her fuzzy britches. Raquel Welch was born Joe Raquel Tejada in Chicago to a Bolivian father and American mother. She was a model, weather presenter, and did acting in bit parts in TV shows. But, yes, films like Fantastic Voyage, Myra Breckenridge as an early transsexual role, 
1971 Western Hanny Calder. And uh, what she won a Golden Globe for, her role in 1974 is The Three Musketeers. Might know her from a famous Seinfeld cameo as she makes enemies with the main cast. And just think, she could have been Domino in the Sean Connery Bond film Thunderball. Or then also appearing the spy spoof R. Man Flint. But she was a staple of Hollywood. Referred to in songs by Shel Silverstein, Loretta Lynn, Lee Majors with the theme from The Fall Guy, and Al Jarreau. And along with I'm Ready to Groove, she actually put out her own single in 1988 called This Girl's Back in Town. Raquel Welch died on February 15th this year at the age of 82 after a brief illness. Kind of one of those legends that you associate, but even on The Muppet Show, she was even controlling that in the 70s. So There mark our commemorations for this week's episode of Exploding Head Movies. So let's talk about some acts coming to town before we zigzag all over the place as usual. And this one should be a great one. Ellen Alien. It's the alias of... Ellen Fratz from West Berlin and West Germany when there was a West for both of them. The techno producer and owner of the B-Pitch Control labels coming to the Hollywood Theater in Vancouver on Saturday, February 25th, as presented by Mint Productions, not to be confused by the label of the same name. Doors are at 10. It goes late. This is definitely Point Grey or Kitsilano, so things have to behave there. And supporting Ellen Allian are Derek Vnuk, Just Tess, and Awood. There's still some tickets left through showpass.com. They start at $45 with the appropriate service charges. And it is a 19 and older show. We're going to focus off a track off of her 2020 album, Aura, which has lots of A's in it. Here's Ellen Allian with True Romantics. Thank you. 
How'd it go? Are we down with them? No. They must have seen you. I know that you're not I don't have any friends and you can too. Tune into Teachable Moments on 101.9 FM every Tuesday at 4 p.m. if you're a f***ing dork. I specifically said no geeks. But my mom says I'm cool. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. We were so magical, why end this way? I know you're furious, you're just like me. You got good reasons, but I do too. What really happened here? I wish I knew. It escalated so fast. We have things we can't take back. It escalated too soon. I know what they say. I know that they say that no one dies from love. Guess I'll be the first. Will you
Born in Helsingborg, Sweden, but based in Jarsholm, also in that part of Sweden. That was Tove Lo. And off of her new album last year's Dirt Femme, that was No One Dies From Love. Full name is Eva Tove Ilsa Nilsson. Elsa Nilsson. And wonderful kind of dark pop there. And Tovalo is coming to town playing Friday, February 24th at the Commodore Ballroom. Doors are at 6, so do note it is an earlier show than usual. Things start at 7. The opener is Slater, and you spell that with three Y's in the middle there. Tickets only available right now through Ticketmaster's resale site. So the original ticket price, well, it's triple digits now if you're trying to get in, if you don't have them already. One day they'll be sane scalping, but however it works. The background, this is Vancouver's Squid in Chains, and off of a remastered version of an album that they put out in tribute to the Ukrainian resistance. This is Sirens of Kiev. I speak over sunflower fields forever. Project headed up by John Oliver. Most recent release came out a couple weeks ago called The Persistence of Memory. And this week marks the one-year anniversary since the Russians invaded Ukraine. Originally, this was supposed to be a 10-day operation, according to Russian leadership, but Ukraine has resisted. It's definitely been an up-and-down sequence of sorts, but the country's mostly held up. In recent news, American President Biden just visited Kiev on short notice, giving support although there's still a request for fighter jets for the rest of NATO to help out there. China is starting to check in on Russian to see if they need any help. Can we avert something? Can we sell you something? Of course, Iron Iran has been selling drones. Very complicated stuff, but at the heart of it, it's millions of people displaced, holding on to homes, what's left of them. Numbers have confirmed how many people have actually died. It's complicated due to the fog of war. Any from 10,000 to higher. But as we see, Ukraine's holding up as best they can. They still need help. And uh, as we've been doing for the past year during this, I try to dig up appropriate Ukrainian music. I need to mix it up a little bit more and find some new sources here, but it always helps to hear some of the original voices that you associate with the region. And we're going to go to a town called Verkhovina, which is in the western part of Ukraine. A settlement, not a town per se, even though the population is about 5,000. And uh, this is in the oblast of, I'm going to screw this up, the ivano Frankovitskrizen of Guzuland. And what we're going to do is listen to some of the folk songs here off of a 2010 album, Ukrainian Music Anthology of Folk Music. Singing here will be Roman Pretrovich Kumlik. And this is a tale song about Dovbush. So a historical chronic song accompanied by a fiddle here. Mostly just with a plead to listen. And hopefully we still hear what's being heard there. So here's Roman Petrovich Kumlik with Listen Kind People to What I Want to Tell. Oh, 
Can you hear that? The SOS to the world from the people of Ukraine. And you've never wanted to help more, yet you've never felt more helpless. Here's what you can do. Give to the Ukraine Humanitarian Crisis Appeal. The Red Cross is on the ground to make sure your donation supplies food, water, shelter, and other urgent support. Show everyone affected by the Ukraine conflict that you hear them, loud and clear. Go to redcross.ca.
Out of Montreal, Mitch Davis, and off of last year's album, The Haunt. That was what you say. Under the background, this is Franz Waxman from the soundtrack to the 1954 film The Silver Chalice. I speak over the tower. The Silver Chalice was an epic directed by Victor Saville, marked the film debut of Paul Newman as a Greek artisan tasked to cast the Holy Grail with etchings of Jesus and his disciples as another person tries to convince crowns that he is actually the new Messiah. Franz Waxman was nominated for Best Original Score that year. In the Oscars, he lost to Dimitri Tjomkin for The High and The Mighty. And then in the old non-musical category, well, at least the best musical was Seven Brides or Seven Brothers. Paul Newman was nominated for a Golden Globe for this film, but he hated The Silver Chalice to the point when it made its television debut in the 60s. He posted an advert in the Hollywood, on the Hollywood trade papers as an apology, and he occasionally would screen the film at his house, but he gave out noisemakers to his guests to blast throughout the film. Blasting is what we do with Towers here. This is CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Channel 7023 on Telesoptic. We're streaming live at www.citr.ca. Also available as a podcast. And yes, Fun Drive 2023 emphasized the CITR World Headquarters Tower. The FM transmitter, the antennae, our goal was $20,000. We got to sixteen, so that should help out immensely. So thanks to those who did donate. Got some more music from Montreal here with a relatively new act called Jonah Yano, originally born in Hiroshima, and put out an album earlier this year called Portrait of a Dog. Most of the rest of the album features the act Bad Bad Not Good, who actually released the album. In other places, you hear a cello done by Eliza Niemi. But this track, it's just Jonah Yano on guitar and appropriate for the day that we're marking here in British Columbia here's Jonah Yano with song about the family house Oh, 
Exactly as it was. If I have to commit it and rebuild it in my memory, there's nothing cruel as the breath of the truth from your mouth. That I hold close to sentiment when a moment is undone. But my home is a house, and not any city I've talked about. So bury me on Jefferson. Street. Replace me with concrete. And all of the stories I'll keep between family. It's just me.、Mm. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenem-speaking Musqueam people.
Originally from Port Credit, Ontario, kicking off her career in Halifax, now based here in Vancouver. That's Jill Barber. Off of her new album, 2023's Homemaker. That song was a sign of a solid relationship there. That was Joint Account. Prior to Homemaker, Barber's most recent album was 2020's French album Entre Nous. But did you know she also has two children's books out, so... You should find this in the library, the bookstore, or maybe in a cupboard of a friend's house that has kids. Baby's Lullaby and music is for everyone. And in the background, this is Simon Boisseau. Boisseau. Not Busso. Boisseau. This is a single that just came out a little while ago, just a couple days ago. It's called Fuir. Montreal musician. Beautiful piano work here. Look forward to see if this is a prelude to an album. And I think it's a debut album, if that be the case, too. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though, do note, a good many of these may be already found earlier since the album release schedule does not stick to a Friday schedule anymore. So do check either your favorite record store or you find your music online. And this list comes from the website's filmmusicreporter.com. And soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Gruff Reese might know the Welshman as being in bands like Gorky Zygmatic's Monkey. He does the music to The Almond and The Seahorse, and that's coming out through Rough Trade. Nigel Westlake's score to Blueback is coming out through ABC Classic. And this film I know many people have been waiting for its actual release. It is this week at long last. It's the true story of Cocaine Bear. Scored by Mark Mothersbaugh. Soundtrack's coming out through Backlot Music and vinyl versions coming out through Waxwork. 
Spencer Cregan's music from Goliath will be independently released, and that will be the story, too, with Mark Hadley's score from Linoleum. Luther, The Fallen Sun. It's scored by Lauren Balf, and that's coming out through Netflix Music. Stephen Rennix provided the score to The Quiet Girl. That's coming out through Silver Stream. And the video game, The Settlers, New Allies. It's scored by Chance Thomas, and that's coming out through Ubisoft. On the re-release front, George Fenton's original score from Heaven's Prisoners is coming out again through Debonair. Stephen Price's score from My Policeman's coming out on vinyl through Milan Records. And then Nitin Sawney's music from What's Love Got to Do With It. That'll be out through Mercury Classics. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week, although I will say, instead of merely some... It was relatively quiet and chill enough that uh, I pretty much covered everything there. But yes, there's probably loads more. It's hard to keep track of. So many mailing lists, band camp alerts going through the wazoo, and there's always something happening in another jurisdiction or region code, so it's always hard to keep track of it all. I do my best. This is usually hastily assembled. Hours before the show, but as it were. Let's go back to Montreal with some more classically trained musicians. It's Tess Roby. Originally part of the Italian's Do It Better label in the past, but launched a new imprint called Surrounds. And if you see S's in there, you double them. Her sophomore album is Ideas of Space. Well, she also had time to collaborate with Coton on his new album, Release Spirit, which just came out. Here's Tess Roby with century.
From their latest album this year's This Stupid World, was a book in New Jersey's Yola Tengo with Acelestine.
Yerlatengo played in Bellingham, Washington this past weekend. It was a Friday night at the Wild Buffalo. And I and a few others went down. Great time, especially because it was really the first time I've been in the U.S. now for almost five, six years. Combination of things. Pandemic definitely was a reset in many ways, but of course, didn't have to travel for work as often. Last thing I went to see was the eclipse in Tennessee. But yeah, Bellingham, always loved it since I uh, regularly had to commute to Seattle for a time. Bellingham needed a natural stopping point, but it was always just a brief thing. So some advice, stayed at a wonderful motel in the west part, walking distance from Dollar Tacos, quality cafes and beer stores. And yeah, just it's always good to see the Pacific Northwest weirdness because there's places like Mindhorn. And then the Spark Museum in tribute to electric innovation. And a dog lounge. You see little puppies for adoption that you could book. Just licking windows there. Yeah. Solid show. Behind me, this is Ramsey. It's the Canadian Phoebe Guillermot, although based in Berlin and off of the latest album, 2022's Hyphia. This is Chantilly. And uh, we'll stick with some Canadian acts here as we slowly worm our way to the failed women's, to the point, as usual. Apparently, I've been talking way too long, and i got to figure out how to ditch things along the way. But uh, This act is originally from Horsefly, British Columbia, in the Caribou Mountains. Its name, Her name is Marin Patineau. And for her third album, called Sex and Dying, covers two important facets of her life. Love, and then friends lost devices, particularly with overdoses here. This one will focus more on the latter. Here's Marin Patineau with Wright from the start. Screen 
The NCRA is excited to bring back the podcast school from March 7th to April 13th. Twice a week for six weeks, we will be hosting online classes that will be recorded and shared with participants. Classes will cover various podcast related topics such as the basics, what defines a podcast and how to be a representative. Visit podcast.ncra.ca to register and learn more about the courses and their presenters. Keep going, stories I've told still 
Bajabulat with Fables, at least a version that appeared on last year's album, The Garden. Hoping a slowly step for the Fablemans, but do want to talk about a couple of things also lined up with the Oscars and, uh, believe it or not, other music news to get into before we get into John Williams. In the background, this is Mark Mancina. This is the title track two of the 2022 animated film, The Sea Beast. That's directed by Chris Williams. So not to be confused by a television monster movie, otherwise known as Troglodyte from 2008. This is a Canadian-American co-production. A CGI film about a sea monster hunter and a young orphan girl in the 17th century as they look for a specific red sea beast. It is one of two Best Animated Feature nominees that we'll talk about this week. Although... No, the soundtracks are nominated. But yes, Best Animated Feature. Uh, Mancino's best known as primarily a guitarist and composer with many credits to his name. The soundtracks for films like Speed, Bad Boys, Training Day, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, famous one called Space Mutiny. But he also helped out with other scores like True Romance, Original Lion King, Con Air, Brother Bear, and Moana. So along with a mix of animation films, there's some solid action blockbusters there. So, let's see how time permits here. Yeah, I have to start shuffling things around. Um, do you want to talk about another animated film? Uh, since it was recently in news. And that is tied to Frozen 2, which came out in 2019, directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. Sequel to the 2015 massive hit. And uh, the song we're going to hear was nominated in the past for an Oscar. It lost to the Elton John song from Rocket Man called I'm Gonna Love Me Again. And uh, we're going to listen to a version not done by the film stars Adina Menzel and Aurora, but by Panic at the Disco. As that band from Las Vegas recently announced that it is ending once their current tour is over. Currently, they're in Vienna as part of the Viva Las Vengeance Tour, as per their most recent album's name, as they wrap up things in March in Manchester, England. And from the Frozen 2 soundtrack, here's Panic at the Disco, soon to be over with their version of Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown Into the unknown, into the unknown. I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble, while others don't. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. No. 
got a voice You're just a ringing in my ear And if I heard you, which I don't I'm spoken for, I fear Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls I've had my adventure I don't need something new I'm afraid of what I'm risking If I follow you into the unknown Louder, you want it, I want it. 
Four Town. Otherwise known as Jordan Fisher, Phineas O'Connell, Josh Levy, Topher Ingo, and Grayson Villanueva. They are the fake boy band from the 2022 film Turning Red, and we heard the Pandle Hustle version of You Know What's Up, harkening back to boy bands of 20 years ago, appropriate for the Toronto setting of Turning Red. Directed by Domi Shi, Pixar film about a Chinese-Canadian girl dealing with the discovery as she's getting older. When she gets emotional, she turns into a giant red panda. And Turning Red is nominated for Best Animated Feature, along with The Sea Beast we heard earlier, along with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel with the shell, sorry, Marcel the shell with shoes on, and Puss in Boots, A Last Wish. And behind me, from last year's Oscar-nominated soundtrack to Encanto. This is Jermaine Franco with Impressiones del Encanto. And we talked more about this last year, Exploding Head Movies 591 during the Oscar run that, yeah. Most recent news, Encanto won three Grammys a couple weeks back, all tied to soundtrack for visual media. So best compilation soundtrack, Jermaine Franco for best score soundtrack, and then Lin-Manuel Miranda for the song We Don't Talk About Bruno. All right. This gives me a quick moment to reshuffle things as I look at the clock and the time, because we should talk more about John Williams here, but yes. You are listening to Exploding Images here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Here are some other shows that do air on this station. Occasionally, they have their stuff more together than I do, but I have fun. I try. Hopefully it comes across. Crimes and Treasons Radio. This is Riff Raff. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and I rock with the best. 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Bells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, all right? Yo, it's I Am Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CRTR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Other things I want to talk about with regards to the Oscars before we get into our Oscar score profile is uh, we talk about best feature animated films. How about best animated shorts? Which for a time was the main reason I tuned in the ceremonies because those were the only cartoons that popped up in the gala. There's a wild mix of films for the 95th Academy Awards this year with some of the best titles I've seen in a while. Including The Boy, The Mule, The Fox, and The Horse. Ice Merchants, The Flying Sailor, My Year of Dicks, and An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It. Some of these will be screening at VIF in the lead-up to the Oscars, so take a look at your local listings. No National Film Board of Canada contribution this year, but solid mix of stuff. Behind me, 
This is John Williams from his Oscar nominated soundtrack to The Fablemans. This is The Journey Begins. This actually features a little bit of Joseph Haydn's Sonata Number no. 48 in C major. Movement 1, Allegro con Brio. The Fablemans is directed by Steven Spielberg. It's a coming of age film that's semi autobiographical. Because Steven Spielberg's parallel is Sammy Fableman. Kind of appropriate, because Fable and Spiel, similarly related. And Sammy is a kid who loves films and uses the art form as a way to see the truth about the world, and particularly his dysfunctional family. Gabriel LaBelle is Sammy, and as his parents are Michelle Williams and Paul Dano. The film also stars Seth Rogen, Judd Hirsch, and short roles for James Urbaniak, David Lynch, and Crystal the Monkey. So, there's part magic involved and part pain, since uh, if you've been watching Steven Spielberg's films now for 50 years, uh, his parents' divorce was a major source of inspiration for many of his works. If you know that when watching films like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and E.T., the Extraterrestrial, it's not always about the aliens there. It's about the damaged humans involved. Spielberg had been asked by his family to cover the story of his upbringing because I've heard it for ages. As a kid, he'd stage stop-motion action pieces, have his family members star in the film, and would take uh, toys and enact action sequences. So primarily his sister Anne Spielberg asked him to do it, and actually his parents did too, but Stephen felt like he had to wait until his parents had passed away to provide a critical yet loving approach to tackle it. The Fablemans marks John Williams and Steven Spielberg's 31st collaboration together. The numbers is shaky a little bit, but it's definitely in the 30 range. And this marks their 50th year working together since they debuted with the Sugarland Express. And John Williams had been touring uh, throughout Europe with uh, a concert orchestra, and he recorded the score to the Fablemans after some live performances in Vienna. Along with the usual orchestral sweep, there's some piano featuring Joanne Pierce Martin. But since Spielberg's mom was a classical pianist, there's plenty of other works too. So along with Haydn, there's some Kulau, Clementi, and Jan, Hans Sebastian Bach. This is John Williams' 53rd Oscar nomination, marking him the second most nominated individual after Walt Disney himself. He's won five Oscars in the past. Films ranging from what we profiled uh, during Hanukkah last year, and that's Fiddler on the Roof. Jaws, Star Wars, E.T., and Schindler's List. Uh, I will not recite every past profile we've done on him since he has been one of the key figures of the Hollywood music scene. Although I will note one thing I didn't actually tell you before. His debut film score came in 1954 when Johnny Williams was stationed at the Pepperell Air Force Base in St. John's, Newfoundland. It was the score for a promotional film for the Tourist Information Office of Newfoundland. You are welcome. Anyways, without further ado, from his Oscar-nominated score from The Fablemans, we begin. Here's John Williams with Mitzi's Dance.
So from his Oscar-nominated score to The Fablemans, we heard John Williams first off with Mitzi's Dance. Before a little intensity there with Midnight Call. In the background, I will speak over Mother and Son. And then Reflections. The Fablemans debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival last September, where it won the People's Choice Award. And for the upcoming 95th Academy Awards, The Fablemans is nominated for seven Oscars. So for along with Best Original Score, it's up for Best Picture, Best Director for Steven Spielberg, Best Actress for Michelle Williams, and I don't think Michelle Williams and John Williams are related, for the record. Best Supporting Actor, Judd Hirsch, long character actor. Of course, we associate him with like sitcoms primarily, like Taxi, Dear John. Best Original Screenplay by Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner, one of the producers. And then Best Production Design, Rick Carter and Karen O'Hara. As with much of non-blockbuster films as of late, The Fablemans did not do on the box office so far. But that's the case with the entire theatrical film industry as of late. Since it feels like the prestige films do better in streaming or then down the road. And John Williams is still hinting towards retirement since he is 91 years old. He will still be composing his own independent works away from film, but he is set to still work on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, so he'll still be in touch with Spielberg. Although, as I recall, Spielberg's not directing that fifth Indiana Jones film. That's going to be it for Exploding Movies for this week. Coming up in a few minutes, around the 9 o'clock hour, it's the Jazz Show. Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to around midnight or so. Please stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your holiday Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding in Movies show page at www.citr.ca, where you will find track listings and downloads for the past episodes and a few places to find the Exploding in Movies podcast. It's linked to Apple Music, but you can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Instagram, it is Myopic Man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. So next week, we'll continue with the nominees for the 95th Academy Awards. We have one last score to tackle, and that is Volker Bertelmann's music from All Quiet on the Western Front. Occasionally records on the alias of Hauschka. Yeah, it seems like it's the token war film as well. Otherwise, then, two weeks from now, it'll be the Best Original Song nominees. So we'll have music from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Tell It Like a Woman, Top Gun, Maverick, RRR, and then Everything Everywhere All at Once. Although we'll be re-recording that episode, since I will be on the road. But if something fails, then you'll get to hear them afterwards, or however things go. Then the Oscars will be handed out on Sunday, March 12th. That means on Monday, March 13th. I will look at the winners. Since Mardi Gras coming up, let's hear some Charles Mingus here. He's on bass, and this is originally off of a 1972 recording from London, England that was reissued last year. It's called The Lost Album from Ronnie Scott. And joining Mingus is on ba- trumpet John Faddis, alto sax Charles McPherson, Bobby Jones on tenor sax, or clarinet, John Foster with piano, if you hear vocals, that's him singing, and then Roy Brooks on percussion, and maybe a musical song. <laughs> 
This'll be Charles Minkus with Pops, otherwise known as When the Saints Go Marching In. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, stay safe. There is a pandemic going on still. And yes, all the best for the Lent season to come.